um, disclaimer in the first half of this episode, <laughs> I say Mexico and I mean Costa Rica. Nope. Flipped opposite. Nope. You say Costa Rica, you mean Mexico. No, I mean Costa Rica. So when you hear Mexico, think Costa Rica. <laughs> Here we go. Hello. You want to hear something really fun? Sure. You're welcome to everyone with earphones in. They probably all threw their earphones right out. I would. I bet you it sounds nice. Maybe. It sounds real nice. ASMR? ASMR. Hello, my name is Jordan. Hey. <laughs> And this is By the Slice Podcast. <laughs> you sound like you're on NPR right now. You know how on like podcasts or like radio stations like that, they always have these like, like they're so tired and you'll hear their breath. They're like, so today we're going to talk about. <laughs> That's I'm going to do that. Ready? Like, Please don't. Traumatic beginning. <sighs> so today, Caroline. <laughs> on this segment of NPR. On this segment. 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 On NPR. We're going to be chatting about John Lewis. <laughs> rum. Rum. <laughs> okay. What story are you telling? Okay. Okay. What this, story are you telling me today? Okay. Today, Caroline hasn't seen Tiger King. So, and some people that are listening might not have seen Tiger King. If you haven't, go watch it. It's insane. But if you have. Maybe also, you, spoiler alert, if you haven't. Yes. Mm, no. Okay. Actually, no. Oh, awesome. Kind of, but no. Okay. So no spoiler alert. But if you have seen it, <laughs> then you know that Carol Baskin is the most likely involved with the disappearance of her ex-husband. Oh. My. <laughs> Gee. Caroline has no idea what we're talking about because no. I have not allowed her to watch Tiger King yet because I wanted to tell her the story. And in the spirit of knowing nothing... I have scrolled past Instagram, <laughs> Facebook, Twitter things, all about it. If I see Carol, I don't even look for the last name. I scroll past it. Oh, my God. The memes like Carol Baskin is the reason for COVID-19. Oh, I haven't seen that. The only one I've seen is, you know, that guy who sits, like, at a table and it's like, Carol Baskin killed her, hu like, killed her husband. Tell me I'm wrong or something. Yeah. Whatever. That's the only one I've seen. Okay. So. so, I guess you don't know anything about Carol Baskin or her husband, so I'll give you a quick rundown wait where is carol baskin where's the sanctuary it's in tampa oh. so not super far from that's us. literally a stone's throw away i know my brother literally my friend is in tampa right now yeah so carol baskin is pretty much hated by all the other big cat um small zoos you would call them you want to call them a sanctuary because she is trying to shut all of them down she doesn't believe in like breeding in captivity and okay. all that which i don't believe in either yeah of course um but she used to do the same exact thing they're doing. So, like, she used to breed cubs. She used to, yeah. Okay, so wait. So I understand she had a sanctuary, and now. No, she has oh, one. she has one now. But beforehand, she was breeding in captivity, and now she's strongly against that. Yeah. And she was breeding in captivity to make money off of selling the cubs, but she was also um, going and rescuing all these big cats from, like, um, fur farms and such. Okay. Um, anyways, she was doing this with her husband 
or late husband, Don Lewis, okay. who randomly disappeared over 20 years ago, and there's been no evidence found or anything, no body, nothing. Nobody found anything. Nothing, not one piece of evidence. Like, literally nothing. Nothing. Just there and then gone. There and then gone. Okay, so let me tell you how they first met. Okay. Before we end all of this, because the way they first met, I think, was weird and kind of reflects on what could have happened or how these people think. So, Carol was in a fight with her husband before Dawn, right? He was abusive to her. She was in a fight with him. So, she left the house in the middle of the night, walking down the street. This car pulls up to her. It's Dawn. Okay. And Dawn's like, hey, I need somebody to talk to. Will you get in the car and drive around with me? And she's like, no, absolutely not. Yeah, as anyone would. So he drives around the block, comes back and asks her the same question. She says no. So he drives around again, comes back and says, has a gun on the seat of his car, the passenger seat, and says, you can hold this gun at my head, pretty much hold me gunpoint the whole time we ride. I just want to just talk. I just need someone to talk to. That's Okay, that would freak me out so uh, bad if that happened. I, I would, would never, I would run if I even saw the gun. I would never be like, okay, well, guess what Carol Baskin does? She goes, okay. She gets in the car, holds him at gunpoint, drives around with him for hours, and then ends up staying at his house that night. And then they got together, ended up getting married. And now it's Carol Baskin and Don Lewis. Now I'm just going to like spit you guys a couple bullet point facts. You know, we like to try to keep these episodes short mm-hmm. for your convenience. So these are just a couple facts about Don and Carol. Um, Don was a self-made multimillionaire. Okay. He had properties like everywhere, a lot in Mexico. He liked that they didn't have a lot of laws about the um, big cats and stuff. So he actually wanted to pretty much take the entire sanctuary and move it there. Like he had that much money. He owned a bunch of planes. Um, so move it from Florida to Mexico. Yes. Okay. It was, it was just something that he said that he wanted to do. It never happened. Obviously, he disappeared. But that just goes to show you how much money he had to be able to do something like that. Yeah. Um, him and Carol both obviously had a huge fascina- fasc- fascination fascination, <laughs> with um, big cats. Okay. Um, something weird about Don. He was the type of guy that you could literally, like, take to the Goodwill, take to a garage sale, and that's sp- only that's only where he would buy his clothes. He wouldn't, like, go buy designer Interesting. clothes. Interesting. Yeah. With all so, this money. Yeah, with all this think. money. But he always kept on him enough cash to buy a small plane. So Who he, is this yeah, man? So he was, that's like, that so type of guy. He was, like, he wore clothes from garage sales, like, $4 tees, stuff really like care. that. He didn't really care he, about the finer things, but he always had that cash on him, almost like, yeah, I'm rich. Just you know, like, it. was it like to show off his wealth or was it like in case of emergencies? Yeah, I think it was just like, who knows? Who knows? I mean, he could have been yeah. planning something for all I know. Um, also, when Don and Carol got married, this is weird. They got married at the courthouse and her wedding ring was only $14. What? Like, so she marries this multimillionaire. I mean, yeah. if I married a multimillionaire and at, on my wedding day, like, I had gotten him this night him or her him why did I say him it's okay we're all talking like we're Carol Baskin here (laughs) yeah literally (laughs) but I get it like even if money wasn't or or the finer things weren't important you would expect that right like on our wedding day on our wedding day if you came in with a $14 wedding ring even at this point we're nowhere near you would kind of be like like, where's Ashton Kutcher like or where's thought where's the prank? <laughs> yeah. This is a prank. Like, exactly. and then you'd be like, Caroline, that's funny. Where's the real one? <laughs> exactly. 
so that's something that he did. That just kind of shows the type of character that he had and yeah, the it way he held himself. Um, he was 60 and Carol was 36 mm -hmm. when they kind of got married and met. And they had transformed 40 acres of property. Wait, 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 wait. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. He was 60. Yeah. She was 36. Yeah, so there was Good. a bit of an age gap. I, I, the image of them, like, in my head just shifted. Yeah, so I just needed odd. to know that. She likes older men. Even the guy that she's married to right now that's on the show. Wait, 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 wait. She met, what's his name? Dan Lewis? Don Don. She met Don Lewis because she was walking away from a fight with her ex-husband, and now she's with a new guy. Yeah, she's been married like three times. Okay. Hey, she likes to get married and kill her husbands and then get married again. No, I'm just kidding. I mean, it's not speculated. That's the each their own. Right. So, have you seen the thing where it's like COVID-19 pandemic and someone's asking Trump what to do and he whispers, release the tiger documentary? <laughs> Really? <laughs> no, but oh, I mean, it's but... like someone like puts it in quotes. They're like, oh my, god. oh my god, what do we do now, Mr. President? They're like, release the tiger documentary. Oh my god. So that's, you kind of have the gist of the two of them and a little bit of history. A little bit of history. Like SparkNote version. SparkNote. Spark <laughs> exactly. Nice and short. Um, that's enough. No. What? what else do I need to do? <laughs> that's enough. Why did I say that's that? That's enough. I'll be like, okay. <laughs> Damn, Jordan. Right. Right. Just kidding. Wow. Wow. Okay. Anyways, what I want to tell you was Dawn died on Monday, August 18th, 1997. Wow. And this is what was written for the three kind of days that he was missing slash she hadn't reported it yet okay. slash just gone. So Dawn was supposed to deliver real estate signs to his lawyer's office on Memorial Drive, which... I don't know why I put that because it doesn't matter to any of us. Um, the signs were left there before the office opened and no one saw Dawn. So the signs were there, but they don't actually know if Dawn was the one who dropped them off. Okay. Um, Tuesday, the 19th, Carol Lewis filed a missing persons report with sheriff's deputies. Sheriff's deputies. Why do I have a list sometimes? Probably because. I kind of love it. It's fine. Me too. <laughs> with sheriff deputies. Wednesday, the 20th, Dawn's blue van was found at Pilot Country Airport in Spring Hill. Oh my God. Okay. Um, yeah. First off, Spring Hill is where I was born. So what? What is happening? Why did I know that? Well, not technically, but it's like where my first house was for like yeah. a year and a half. Oh my God. And we look okay. close to my Weird. But also, wait, 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 wait. Did he buy a plane? No, he, so he already had planes, but, he, <laughs> but listen, we'll get to that. But just so I can okay, tell you okay. now, his planes were too small to ever make it to Mexico if you thought he was going to his home. Like there. my Nancy Drew clue crew mind is thinking <laughs> like, take notes with all these facts, Caroline. Right. Earlier mentioned, he always kept enough money to have a small plane. Yeah. So, so yeah. The, right. So the airport <laughs> manager, the airport manager says it had been there a couple of days, parked on the grass between some planes and highway 52. The keys were on the floorboard. Why can't I say that? Floorboard? The floorboard. Take three. <laughs> Take three, six, seven, nine. Oh my um, gosh. But deputy, what the freaking frick? Deputies found no evidence inside of it. So literally as if he just dropped the keys and walked away. No, like or foul if it was planted there. Foul play. There's like exactly. no evidence of anything. No evidence of anything. Who but is this? I am fascinated. But just wait. I wasn't going to say this yet, but I'm going to say it because... It okay. makes sense to say now. Okay. So after they found it there, after they found the keys in the floorboard, they brought the car back 
to their home, Carol Baskin and his sanctuary, and it sat there for a few days before they came out to look for fingerprints, to search it for evidence, and um, all of that. Sketchy. Sketchy. So pretty much it had been at the airport for a few days, then been at Carol Baskin's for a few days right. before police even had their hands on it. Yeah, so they so evidence that could have actually been in there could have potentially been removed by Carol Baskin or somebody else on that property but red flag red flag why didn't they check it out right away and why didn't they give it back to her you know when these cases happen usually the significant other husband or wife is like the first person to like come in and be interrogated yeah they always suspect the significant other exactly so it's very odd that they didn't check that right i i don't know this yeah. is weird i'm freaking out okay. i can't wait to do a deep dive on this man later for hours i know yeah, but there's the thing is there's not a lot of stuff. Like they did that the the police did a really terrible job about doing things. The so one of the ways that they I'm just gonna tell you, one of the ways that they think that um Don died or people speculated, including Don's daughter from his first marriage, speculate that she killed him, put his body through the meat grinder, and fed him to the tigers. They had a meat grinder on site? Yes, because they had okay. to buy $10,000 worth of food every day for these these huge $10,000 worth of food. Yep, every day. Isn't that insane? Like, how do you even afford and, 200 And I'm also cats? thinking, like, 200 Yeah, they had... Well, you know what was weird? They actually only displayed 12 cats, but they... Like on their website, it said like they had, a, I think, a 180 big cats they on had the property, a, but yeah. no one ever saw more than 12. So, like I said, they think that she might have fed him to the tigers, mm -hmm. ground him up first in the meat grinder so that there was no evidence left. Supposedly, tigers have like really acidic, tigers, big cats in general, they have really acidic stomachs. So, they say when they eat like a small animal, um, everything disintegrates like bones don't come out because of how strong the acid is well, in that their makes stomach. Sense. so she's like there would be bones all over my property but people say like well the bones would have disintegrated in, in its stomach or in their stomach if she was giving them little pieces of him or whatever yeah especially if it went through the meat grinder it's not like they're worried about choking on a big bone or something like, right it's all sludge so that's super weird theory that's what people really believe happened honestly I will say that that's what I kind of think happened. Okay. But here are a few other things that people think could have happened. Um, they say he had property in Costa Rica. So some assume that he just up and disappeared. Um, they were kind of fighting. They weren't getting along as well. So some people are just like, well, maybe he just disappeared and started a new life in Costa Rica. This is like over it. Yeah. Um, he had that the money to do that. He did. He but it's not really possible because everyone knew where the properties were and the government knew. So when they were looking for him, they went to Costa Rica and they found no evidence of okay. him anywhere so so it's like okay maybe he could have done that but there would be something because they just knew so much about his life there there could be something yeah um another theory is that don lewis was put in a septic tank that was underneath one of the buildings at the big cat rescue which is what they owned together mm -hmm. so they think that like carol baskin killed him and then just threw him in this underground septic tank thing so that nobody would ever find the body the police never searched it I mean, I feel like that one wasn't talked about as much, but even so, the police never even looked, even looked or anything. So people are like, what if his body's just down there in that septic and we've thing? just been looking, or no one's been looking for it, but it's been there for over 20 years. I know, so gross. 
Some say that he attempted to go to Costa Rica, but was in an airplane accident. That was what people thought at first because mm-hmm. he owned so many planes and even his like executive accountant didn't know like all the planes he owned. He kind of kept certain things private. So they're like, oh, that could have happened. But what she did know is that he had never made a purchase big enough to buy a plane that would make it to Costa Rica. So that one was debunked pretty quick because the planes that he had and the money he spent on planes, even if they didn't know exactly what they were, they weren't big enough to get him all the way to Costa Rica. They say he would have had to stop on all of his planes four times for gas to get there. To get to Costa Rica. So, okay. But it was a theory, so I thought I'd throw it in there. Um, and the last one that was weird, and they kind of mentioned this in the documentary. This one's so weird. So they literally, like, his lawyer um, is sitting at the desk and someone's talking to him and he was like, well, what I heard was that he was up in the air, like he was thinking about may- maybe buying this plane and he was up in the air with the guy going on like a test ride and supposedly he got pushed out the window into the ocean. Oh but my in, God. In the, yeah. And in, in the, um, in the show, um, the documentary Tiger King, the lawyer just says, yeah, well, I heard he got pushed out of a window and drops it. But he said it so confidently. So that was weird. Do they go into it more in the no, documentary? Not at all. That's all. It literally cut, scene ended, over. And Topic they just, done. like, literally never bring it up again. He just casually kind of threw it out there. I, I thought it was very odd, but I thought maybe he, the way he said it came out differently than what he was thinking. Well, oh, this is just a thought. But the way he said it was like, well, what I heard is that he got pushed, like, out of the window yeah, into the ocean. Through the grapevine, and this is what I believe. Whatever. And they would never find that body in the ocean. Like. Nothing is gone. So, I mean, ooh, interesting. I don't know. But the main one, the main one, like I said, that people believe is that Carol Baskin fed him to the tigers. It was so crazy when it first came out. A bunch of um, publications came out and were like, the title of it would be like, Dom Lewis disappeared, and under it, small. <laughs> It would have a picture of one of her tigers, and it would say, does the cat look fat? <laughs> like, so many people believe that she did it, so. Yeah. But that's what's so weird, that they didn't, in, they barely investigated the property. They had 40 acres, and, like, they just kind of went through it. Was it like they didn't seem like it was a possibility, so they didn't try? Or did they not have, like, the warrants? Or well, No, they had the warrants, and they had, like, if you... They have all these people that came forward and gave them information about things that were happening in their marriage Mm -hmm. before. And I actually have some of them written down. And I think this will make you think that she did it, like, after I tell you these things. Because, like, like, right now you still could be on the fence. I'm kind of like, I mean, yeah, but, like, I want to hear what was going on in their marriage. Okay. So the first one I have written here is that a friend of his came out to the public and said that the last thing Don ever said to him was that he was going to file a divorce against Carol. And then he was gone. Ooh. So that was a little weird. Is there like a prenup? Do you know? I don't know. Or is there like a money concern? I was just curious. I don't know. Anyways. Um, people are also skeptical because Carol had Dawn declared as dead as soon as it was legal for her to do so. So you have to wait five years if they find no evidence or no body, if someone's just missing, to pronounce them dead. And five years in one day, she just pronounced him dead. She was ready. And, well, because she couldn't get anything from the will until he was pronounced dead. So now she has all that money. So, yeah. So we'll get into that a little more. But right when she could, she pronounced him dead and got to work on that will. Wow. Yeah. So that kind of makes it seem a little like, like, let's say you went missing and it had been 20, 30 years, but nobody ever found evidence that you were actually dead. I don't think I would ever stop looking. 
Yeah. Or I would. I don't think I would ever pronounce you dead. I would never be able to. I would unless I knew for a fact you were dead. Yeah. You know what I mean? If you love somebody, or even if you don't love somebody, I feel like I just wouldn't be able to be like, yes, they're dead. So the fact that she did that, a huge psychological like acceptance of like, okay, they're gone when you do something like that. Yeah. Yeah. She didn't care. No, she didn't care. Also, something that, and this doesn't really make me look at it in any certain way, but. One thing that people say is, like, she always maintained her innocence. Like, she just seemed to believe that Dawn may be alive and well in Costa Rica. Like, she never really, like, got into the emotional, like, my husband's missing and dead and I have no idea somebody how to help closure. Me. Like, somebody yeah. help, somebody help. She was just like, oh, he's, oh, he's probably gone. just in Costa Rica. Another weird thing that happened two months before his death was that he tried to file a restraining order on Carol Baskin because he said that she was threatening to kill him. Oh my God. Yeah. So this is, this to me is huge evidence. And he actually gave it to his executive assistant because it got declined. They said there was no real evidence of any harm. Mm -hmm. And so they couldn't go through with it. So it didn't go through, but what's weird is he kept living with her. He didn't try to get distance from her. So when the restraining order went through, he continued to live with her. So that's kind of where I think, the law is kind of up and down. Wait, when the restraining order did or didn't go through? It didn't go through. Okay. And even though it didn't, he just continued to live a normal life. He just stayed with her. But what he did do was he gave the restraining order, like, he because he had to fill everything out. He gave all that paperwork mm-hmm. to his executive assistant and said, keep this under your desk in case anything happens to me. Because he was worried that she was going to kill him. Wow, maybe like he felt like he had to act normal or be normal, right? For his safety. Yeah, I. It's weird. It's so weird. So that to me is is huge. Another thing that he had hidden was like a diary, or I don't know if it was a diary. I actually don't know if he was writing it to try and get her restrained, like get the restraining order through. Mm -hmm. But I know that they have this like entry written from him and it says this is the second time carol has got angry enough to threaten to kill me it says that carol and i got into a big fuss and she ordered me out of the house and said she would kill me yikes yeah so he also put that she had a 45 revolver and she took his 357 and hid it from him so she was taking his guns and hiding them from him so her own as well what yeah oh no it's very weird it's very weird so with that and with the restraining order happening two months prior to his disappearance it's like how could you not believe that she did it and to me i feel like there's a lot of evidence that is leading toward her but i guess because there's absolutely no physical evidence they really can't do anything about it. yeah what do they call it um it's okay i'll think about it later of course (laughs) but never now but but yeah, circumstantial so, like oh if you just put her in this time and in this place it all adds up but there's nothing that actually solidifies that any of this is true right okay so i know we've been on here for a minute but there's one last thing i want to mention that's super weird okay are you ready mm-hmm. okay so right after he was missing carol and his handyman went to their his offices for his like executive assistant and assistant and stole the will and stuff from under the desk 
Mm-hmm. And it's speculated that she pretty much rewrote it so she would get everything. Because in the will, she literally got everything. And he didn't give anything to his family. He didn't give anything to his kids. Nothing. Wow. So yeah. pretty much he goes missing. She takes the will. She flips everything in her favor. Mm-hmm quote unquote, puts it back into place. And then it's like, oh, no, it's time to review the will. Right. And the family thought this, but she was the wife. So she was allowed to go into that office. I mean, technically she owned half of everything. So that was her office as well. So she wasn't really breaking in. She just didn't have a key with her. So she broke in and got the box. Nobody can say that what she did was wrong or that she actually changed anything. You know, there's no proof. But I actually take that back a little. Because she did change the executor over the will. Okay. So that is one thing that they know for sure she changed. And that's why it's everyone's like, well, what else did she change on it? So the executor was his executive assistant. Okay. So he had her run everything for his will. So she knew all about it. She knew everything that was on it. Yeah. And after he went missing, Carol got a new executor for the will. Has the right after he went. Has the executive assistant spoken up about any differences in the will? Yeah, she's well. She's in the documentary, and she just kind of says like she's not the executor anymore. Um, And when I read up about it, there's not a lot that she said, but she said that she changed it. So I guess there is evidence, but there's nothing I can state to you right now that I know for sure that she changed. It's like just another speculation. Yeah. But I mean, she did 100% change the executor. So you would imagine that she did that so that she could change the will without it being, you know, fought or anything like that. Right. So her family was left with nothing. They had zero closure. They're, I mean, terribly upset about how the police handled the situation and how the investigation went because they feel like they could have done much more. Mm even in a shorter period of time. Yeah. Um, and Carol Baskin to this day says she Wasn't didn't her. do it. Wow. I know. That is nuts. And that's my story. That's insane. I could have never predicted that. I know. I kind of, everything's up in the air. The case still remains unsolved. So who knows? Who knows? But I believe that Carol Baskin did it. And I think a lot of people do. I could be wrong, though. And so could everybody else. So I guess those little memes I saw were literally just kind of sort of the title of your story. But I had no, um, I had no other facts to go off of. So this was like the coolest thing ever. Because all I've been seeing that was that. And I was like, is this what the documentary is about? And when you were like, no, I was like, wait, what? Yeah, the meme world has has been having a lot of fun with Carol Baskin. They I mean, have. and Joe Exotic, but I feel like I'm seeing more Carol, Carol Baskin stuff too because the lady is just a weird person. Like, when you watch the documentary, you're going to know exactly what I'm talking about and everything's really going to come together. So if you're listening and you knew exactly what I was talking about and we went into a little more detail together, good for you. If you have not watched it and you're listening, you need to end this episode and go watch it. That's happening. I'm going to watch it literally right now. All right, let's go then.